0: Four conversation mistakes that instantly turn women off. Good evening, gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Dating and Relationship Revolution podcast. My name is David Mason, and I'm a professional dating coach. And over the years, I've worked with men from 24, 25 different countries and helped them get a better dating life and find the right girlfriend or life partner. And today I want to talk to you about four mistakes that you're probably making right now that cause women to lose interest in you. So, without further ado, let's crack right on in. Number one, statements versus questions. When you're on the first date with a woman or you're meeting her for the first time in a bar, nightclub, in the gym in a Starbucks, in a shopping mall, wherever you happen to be, you probably struggle with keeping a conversation going, you run out of things to say, so you default back into interview mode. If you have a successful career or business, that means you must have at some point learned that in order to get people to like you, you're supposed to ask them questions, right? How to, infl- how to win friends and influence people. It's one of the most basic principles of social interactions if you want somebody to like you ask them questions well that's true for general social interactions not for dating if you default back to an interview mode where you constantly ask her so where are you from how old are you what's your job do you come here often what's your cousin's name she's gonna get unbelievably bored And even defensive, because if you're meeting her for the first time somewhere in public and you immediately default to asking her questions, first of all, she's going to ask herself, why should he have the right to ask me these questions? You haven't earned that. You haven't created enough emotional buy-in yet. You haven't reached the hook point. So you haven't earned the right to ask her those questions. And if you keep asking her questions, she can only tell you something she already knows. And if she tells you something, she already knows she's probably going to get bored. Now, obviously, you are going to ask her questions. You're not a narcissist who only keeps talking about himself. But a good frame of reference to have in mind is three statements, one question. Because, remember, you need to differentiate yourself in your communication with women. And most dudes, most men Doesn't matter how successful they are, doesn't matter how intelligent they are, they default back into that interview mode and she gets bored. So, start talking about yourself. Overshare without being asked to. Overshare about your values, your goals, where you're going, what your mission is as a man, what happened today. Learn storytelling. Once you can make the simple switch from, sta- from questions to statements, that's already going to introduce a whole new dynamic and she'll already, she'll even be able to learn something about you as a man. Because remember, if, she, if you ask her things, she's only going to tell you things she already knows. But if you share things in a fun, entertaining and exciting way because you've mastered storytelling, then you're able to generate positive emotions in her, which is going to lead to attraction. Number two, you're giving her too many compliments or none at all. So, most men either don't give her any compliments for either her physical appearance or her personality, or they give her way too many. If you give her way too many, you violate the principle of overvalidation kills attraction. If you give her too much validation, then she loses interest in you. Always remember that men and women are validated at the core by different things. The ultimate level of validation we could ever get from a woman as a man is sex because she opens herself up so completely to us that that's the ultimate level of validation because it's the hardest thing for a man to get. Now, obviously, this is not just about having sex. Sex is simply a precursor for the relationship for most men, unless you're so religious that you don't want to have sex before marriage, which is also absolutely fine. But for women, sex is a commodity. They can have that super easily. It's no problem. What she wants is to keep a man's attention, a high-quality man's attention, to keep the right man around. So I was on a podcast today. I was being interviewed by Dubai Radio, and I spoke about exactly that dynamic where Men and women have different challenges. The challenge for a man is to get the right woman, even initially interested in him. For women, that's rather easy. But for women, the challenge is to keep the right man interested. And if you overvalidate her, if you give her compliment after compliment after compliment, you come across as unbelievably needy and it's just boring as hell. She loses respect for you. Attraction is decreased. So do give her compliments. Definitely give her compliments, but not Too many. Number three, you're afraid to lose her. Most men, including yourself, are afraid to lose the girl or the woman they're on a date with. And if you carry the slightest bit of fear inside of you of her walking away, her disapproving of you, her rejecting you, her not wanting to jump into bed with you, start a relationship with you. If you carry the slightest bit of fear in you, then that will manifest verbally as well as non-verbally and it's going to turn her off. Now, how do you overcome that fear of losing her? Well, one of the easiest ways is to just generate more options for yourself. You have to master online dating. You have to master the skill set of meeting women in real life, which is something that I teach in depth in my coaching program, be that in the group coaching program or the one-on-ones. You have to master the skill set of being able to generate high-quality options out of nothingness. And any man can do that. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter how tall you are. It doesn't matter if you think you're too busy. This whole busy thing, by the way, we all have 112 waking hours a week if we sleep eight hours a night. If you can't even dedicate five to seven of those per week, then it's not important enough for you, period. But you have to cognitively, first of all, understand that being afraid of losing her is not normal. The mainstream has been trying to tell you for a really long period of time that it's perfectly fine to carry this fear of loss inside of you. And is it completely normal that we at some point get attached to people, that at some point we don't want to lose the people we care about anymore? Of course, that's completely normal. We get emotionally attached to everyone. I am a little bit attached to the idea of keeping Fernando in my life. Probably not just a little bit, probably a lot. But you at least have to cognitively understand that if something should happen to the relationship, that it's going to be okay, that you can replace her. But it's very difficult to be in a relationship without having had options beforehand. I'm not encouraging you to keep dating for years and years and years on end. That's completely unnecessary. You don't have to go on hundreds of dates either. You don't have to sleep with hundreds of women. That's completely unnecessary. But you do have to be able to generate some high quality options in your life to choose an amazing life partner from. Because if your options are limited, then the probability that you're going to have a high degree of compatibility with that person is going to be lower. So one, rationally understand that you have to ban that fear from your life. In other words, when the fear comes up, recognize it, accept the feeling of it, but don't buy into it at a cognitive level. I used to be married to a woman. I got married to a woman only because I was afraid of losing her. Because I didn't have options in my life. I had a physical fear in my chest. (gasps) I'll never find someone like her. I'll never be able to replace her. I don't want to lose her. This fear was in my chest. And that fear drove me to make a commitment for life, which obviously I didn't keep because it was a terrible relationship, not because she was a bad person, but simply because we weren't right for each other. You're going to introduce such an enormous amount of suffering into your life if you don't find somebody you're compatible with, if you don't create options for yourself, it's unfathomable. So you have to make a commitment to learn the skill of approaching women in real life in a respectful way and effective way. If she's ever uncomfortable, if a woman is ever not interested in you, you don't creep after her, you leave her alone immediately. But you do have to make the first step. You are a man. That is your job. So you have to master that skill set. You don't have to go to bars and nightclubs every weekend. You can, it's an amazingly fun place, but you don't have to go there. But I don't even know how you can actually call yourself a man if you don't even have the ability to introduce yourself to a woman wherever you are and get a number. Now, can you control the outcome of getting a number? Obviously not, because one, you can't control her free will. And second, you don't even know whether she's in a relationship or not. But if you can't even develop the skill set and the confidence within yourself to make that happen wherever you are, then I don't even think you can call yourself a man. Before we get to the fourth mistake, make sure to apply for a first free coaching call with a link somewhere here on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you might be watching this podcast or simply go to my website www.davidmason.com and consider joining the coaching program. This is a life changing program we've been able to change lives from as i said 24 25 different countries this is something that i'm wholeheartedly invested in it's my absolute passion i really care about every single one of my clients this is something that's so dear to my heart because i've seen the suffering that men go through I've seen firsthand what happens when you're in a relationship with a woman you shouldn't be in or when you're alone and you just don't have that high quality social contact. Because the science is very clear. The number one predictor for human happiness is relationships. So, if you have any kind of good job, good career, good business, that means you've mastered the meta skills of learning, you've mastered the meta skill of discipline, at least to an extent necessary, that you'll be able to master the skill set of confidence, communication, and clarity, in other words, dating as well. So, apply for a first free call, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Now, mistake number four. You ask her how many men she's had sex with. That's a terrible idea. Now you might say, David, I've never done that. Well, maybe you've played with the idea of doing it. Don't ever do it. You can only lose. Believe me, I've done it in the past and she's either gonna lie to you or you're not gonna like the answer you hear or you might actually be satisfied with the answer, but the probability of getting that is rather small. And the real reason you shouldn't ask is not even because the answer you're gonna get is either not accurate or you're gonna be dissatisfied with it, but really because it's going to make you come across as unbelievably needy and weak. She's going to ask herself what man of substance really has to ask that. Here's the thing. If you've been dating her for a month or two or three, then you can ask her that. But that is not a question to ask her on the first date. I would actually very much encourage you to ask that question over the first couple of months of dating way before you jump into an exclusive relationship with her because that is something that might be of relevance to you. It definitely is to me. But don't ask it on the first date or second date. A degree of intimacy should have been established beforehand if you get what I'm saying. So, quick summary. Number one, statements versus questions. Do not fall into an interview mode, but three questions. Sorry, three statements, one question. Second, don't give her too many compliments, but do use compliments in order to create a man to woman connection. By the way, you can create a man to woman connection in many, many other ways. But compliments is just one very effective way of doing that. Three, stop being afraid of losing her. Rationally reframe it. Cognitively understand that that fear is inhibiting your success. And then make the choice to create options for yourself. High-quality options. Four, never ask her, at least in the beginning stages of dating her, how many men she's had sex with. If you even start paying attention to not making those four mistakes. If you reduce friction, because this is what we're doing in the dating process, by eliminating those four mistakes, you're already going to do a whole lot better. And as I said, if you want to learn in detail how to find your dream partner, if you want to be mentored and coached by me personally, then apply for a first free coaching call with the link wherever you might be listening to this podcast. And I'm really looking forward to speaking with you personally. I sincerely wish you all the best.